Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Drew Brees calling it a career. 15 years in New Orleans, as they said in the tweet. My interrupt. Now I'm annoying because I called you out. Why do you mean you called me out? Why are you trying to bring up a game from 20 years ago where we gave you all the business? I didn't bring up a game 20 years ago. I just said, you said if we make it to the Sweet 16, you're I'm not going to lose happy. my mind. Yes. And I said, we've made it to the Elite Eight before, and you reminded me that you. Last time beat you guys us. did? Yeah, we got you. Yeah, I'm saying you had a cool game. Yeah. And then he said, I, I, said I got 40. But he didn't have 40. I, have 40. I had 28. I had 28. But we won the game by 10. Because it, it felt like you, 40 where I was giving you all the see, business. No, can, you, can you show America how you said, but I had 40? Because the said, way you said it there was I like. I said it very matter of fact. Yeah, it, was very, it was like he took a because, bite of whatever he was snacking on. Because Key tries to play yeah, me, though. Key, oh, you I'm bur- not the one that Burger King, all American. What do you mean, Burger see, King, all American? That's what it's called, right? The Burger King, all American. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then the best ones are. Play the Ether song. You're right, Alan. Play it. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I'm not the one. That's the Jay's, Jay's that the McDonald's All American. I was the Hardee's All American. You know, like it was like you go down the list. But man, I don't listen to Jay. Jay just be talking right, can, sometimes. Can I just? You guys he was both a good basketball have seen player. He was great. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. I also with won Jay the Wooden Award sponsored by Wendy's. I just want you to know. Oh, they're sponsors. Right. I'm so not. Your accolades you know are well documented, sir. I'm discrediting not saying, and being disrespectful. To I'm our not disrespectful. I'm not doing none of that, man. You the dude. You are one, See how he tries you, to build me back up to make no, me feel you good? Do, uh, look, man. Look, you right there with. Here he goes. Bobby he about to Hurley. start doing it. About, you <laughs> see right him there. I see the smile on his face. <laughs> Trying to find names. He's he right like, there he with like, Bobby Hurley like, and Johnny one day, Dawkins. You right there with them. He, he was like, Jay, you're, you're the same size as like Khalid Amin, right? I'm like, no, man. I'm 6'2. You're right there with them. Uh, see, see how he tries to play me? See, in my world, Island, 6'2 is small. So Key likes to try to make me feel small, you, but I'm you not putting small him, are you in real Mateen life. Mateen Cleaves, like you're putting him in this category. I'm saying they was all good point guards in college. For the oh, pound see? for pound, are you going to do the pound that's for pound? He, that's what he's doing thing? to me. You see what he, have psychologically, you guys seen Soul? By the way, we've all seen Soul. Yes, yeah, right? Disney yeah. Plus, right? Can I do? Have this, you seen please? Soul? I have not. You oh, gotta yeah, watch. Kids are older. Jay will get the reference. Quiet Coyotes. Yeah. Quiet Coyotes. Well, see, I don't know how to take that now. Uh oh. Uh oh. Take that, man. Key, don't go there. Oh, no. We can talk oh, no. to HR later. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very Twitter will handle it for me. With quiet coyotes. <laughs> look, look, Alan. Twitter will handle it for me. They will attack you for cancel calling culture. Us cancer culture. You called us coyotes. Cancer culture. Giddy. Or cancel culture. <laughs> and everybody that saw the movie will just laugh and say, I'm glad he put the quiet coyotes on those yes. guys because we got stuff to get to. As we are now. What, what were we supposed to talk about again? I kept it, whatever. <laughs> I, apparently, you were small. Speaking of small, Drew Brees. How about Jeez. that? Is that good? Yeah. How's that transition? That just no. sounded Jay, Jay awkward. Was a, Jay I mean, was a hell of a put player. me in a very awkward situation. <laughs> Jay was a hell of a player. He deserved everything. <clears throat> and we'll leave it right there. All right. <laughs> I didn't know if there was like a, another follow-up no, line. No, that was, no, there no, always no. is. Should have no. called me. We'll, That's we'll what happens. I mean, uh, if you'd have called me. I would have been all right. You'd have been all right. Hey, can you think out of? All right, stop. I get it. I understand. <laughs> but can we discuss? Gotta call it Jalen. <laughs> By the way, when they talk about Drew Brees being oh, too small, right, and that was the reason why the Chargers moved on from him. Do you know that he backed up in his first season, Doug Flutie? Wow. Yes. Who was what five ten? Yeah, so, I mean, was the Chargers? Uh, they were just all about small quarterbacks at the time, like you know. No, so, I, I, I think they just made a mistake. 
They made a mistake because they drafted Philip Rivers with the with, in the first round. Actually, drafted well, Eli, Eli Manning. Yeah, then mm. traded for Philip Rivers. Like, what would have Drew happened Brees. there? Think about that too. If you were deciding that, not oh, Drew's our guy. What happens next? Yeah. See, uh, you don't it's draft. Things, no. You don't uh, draft Philip Rivers though. And could Drew Brees you know? have succeeded in that scheme? Sean Payton's different, man. The way he kind of surrounded Drew Brees. All that, that came together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, all came that came together, together. perfectly, right? So, I'm not sure he gets that same tutelage out there. Right. So, so with, with that in mind, Sam Darnold, now, like, like we'll talk about Sam Darnold in New York because that's still a bit of a variable for the Jets, right? For yeah. some people believe it is. Others believe, no, they're going to stick with him. But as Seattle, uh, Seattle, as, as New Orleans is looking for the next quarterback, and I know uh, Diana Rossini saying that um, Jameis Winston and the Saints are now working on a new deal. Not necessarily meaning he's going to be the starter, but working on a new deal. Taysom Hill has a new deal as well, but we giggle at it because it's not really guaranteed. Voidable. Would Sam Darnold be a fit in New Orleans with Sean Payton? Yeah, but but in, in the reason it would be a great fit is because it's a West Coast offense very similar to what Sam was raised in out West in college at USC. Kind of the same principles and understanding. and and But I, Jameis Winston's the quarterback, so it's hard for me – to start to think about other options other than Jameis. And I know that there's going to be other quarterbacks that come in and they're going to probably draft a guy late or pick up another guy, an undrafted free agent, and bring him on board because they got to have three quarterbacks on the roster somewhere, whether it's the practice squad and two guys that are up that are active. Sam, Sam has more value to the Jets moving to another type of team that will be willing to give up more like a Seattle, for instance, or like a Chicago, for instance, that would say, we'll give you a late first-round pick for Sam Darnold. I don't necessarily know that the New Orleans Saints would do that. Plus, on top of that, they would have to figure out from a financial standpoint, are they willing to extend him beyond his fourth year? Mm -hmm. And so when you start to look at all those things, that factors into the decision-making process as well. Um, The Jets, in my opinion, as I've always said, though, that number two pick has a lot of value, and Sam Darnold's a really good quarterback. I challenge people to find me a quarterback that has had major success with nothing around him. I challenge you to find me somebody. Especially when the offensive line, we saw it in the Super Bowl, when the offensive line is compromised, yes. the quarterback is not the same. Especially- no matter who you are, you're not the same. And when you talk about Sam seeing ghosts, is that because Sam can't play quarterback, or is it because he was sped up so much? That's just a reference. He man. can't. Yeah, like it's like like I thought I was seeing things that weren't there. Yes, and he used the word ghost, and everybody goes crazy. Right, of course, because it's New York, and that's what they do. The moment that you say something, who's this they? People the from New York, the All media. Right? They 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 pump it up. They make. He's it not part of the media, Alan. You know, just to let you know. You know what I mean? He's not part of the media. Yeah. Who's We're not day? part of the media on this show. Well, none of my credentials say media. They all say my name. Next thing and he's going to do, <laughs> he'll say you. Pe- he'll do this. You people. He'll do that to me because you, you people. This oh. is what you people oh. like to say. Oh. Like that's what, right. Well, I mean, I mean I've, I've only put twenty years <laughs> in in New York media, so when you talk about how the New York media, like you, it's almost like you're talking with me in the room. Like I'm right here. Like you want to just say you people, and I'll be all right with it. <laughs> but well, see, uh, he could take you people a lot of different ways, though. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think though, when you look at it, though, Jay, in, in all seriousness. Sam is a very interesting prospect, so to speak, because, as I said before, when you are in the league for three, four years and you got time underneath you, to go out there and think that you can get some of these rookie quarterbacks to come in, 
and perform at a level that's going to help you get to the next level, you're missing something. And when you think about Daniel Jones, for instance, everybody, you know, young, well, they're still in the same position they were two years ago when they drafted him. Mm -hmm. What has changed? Dan Marino is the only rookie that I could think of, you know, that's like, oh, my God, they're going to the Super Bowl. But look at the team that Dan Marino had around him, plus Dan Marino and the head coach. So when you start to look at all that, the Jets have never had that. Hmm. They're messing around with Adam Gase as the offensive coordinator slash head coach one minute. I'm not calling the plays the next, even though his mouth and the play calling sheet are looking at and his mouth is moving at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's what Sam had to deal with. Dysfunction, no receivers, uh, uh, running backs that Le'Veon Bell they overpaid for in a different scheme that he didn't fit, an aging guy in Gore. I mean, it's just all of those different things. You give him the right situation and the right system, I think it's different. All right, so the, Keith, do, do the, the Jets have to trade him this week? I mean, Rich Samini, who covers the Jets since they were called the Titans, I like to tease him about that, but he's covered them forever. Uh, he listed a bunch of different suitors for him, including the Bears, Seattle, the Texans, the Niners, question mark on the Saints, and, and obviously Washington. We don't know what their quarterback situation is. So while you have a big pool of teams that are still looking, trying to figure out what they're doing, would this be the time to make the move while there is a market? Or do you wait until either draft night to see what happens at number two or perhaps hold on to him and give it one more year with a new coach, a new staff, and maybe some upgrades around him? I don't really think it matters when you – if you're going to move him, I don't really think it matters when you move him as long as it's before the draft. If you're going to hold on to him, then you hold on to him until you get the right offer for the number two pick. Well, then you trade the two pick. There's no reason to hold the two pick and Sam, right? Yeah, but you could – until you make a decision – your decision for the two pick doesn't have to be today. It could be tomorrow. It doesn't have to be today. Either you don't have to trade Sam today. You can wait up until draft time to trade Sam. It just depends on what you're going to do with Sam. Sam is the key to everything that the Jets are going to do this year. He's the key in terms of the draft, where they go in the draft. If they hold on to him now, you got a million different options to do at the number two pick. You can move down a couple slots and pick Penny Sewell and move him to right tackle or move Beck to the right tackle, or you could decide, hey, I'm going to move down. I'm going to pick a, a, a chase up at receiver. I'm going to let Atlanta come up to the two spot. The Bengals at five. They don't need a quarterback. Maybe the Eagles get thirsty and they say, okay, I'm moving up because Jalen Hurts is the guy, but we like this other quarterback. Or maybe you say to yourself, oh, Carolina likes to move all the way up from eight to two. Yep. What else do you have for me? I mean, you move all all those things around and you still got Sam in your back pocket. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in New York. And again, the quarterback carousel continuing to move. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by progressive insurance. We're also brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear more driven. As we get back into talk of March Madness, I'm looking forward to this. Jay Billis. Jay Billis, ESPN College Basketball Analyst, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Jay, how are you doing? Wingspan, take a shot, Jay. Let's go. Gentlemen, what's happening? How, how was your long work day yesterday, buddy? I, I saw you towards the end. Uh, it's always good seeing you get towards the grumpy part of the day. I miss those days. Uh, you just reached the grumpy part of the day. <laughs> I'm in it right now. 
Jay, let me kick it off with you on this. I, I saw what you posted about the Zags. Do you, do you think there's a chance that they can do that? I know you said the last time Duke and Kentucky weren't in the tournament with 76. That's when IU was able to complete the unfinished business of a successful season being undefeated. Can Gonzaga get it done? Yeah, Jay, I think they're the best team, and uh, and they have a great draw. Uh, the two, three, and four seeds uh, in that bracket in the West, Gonzaga's already played, and they beat the hell out of each one of them. And, you know, I think you could say, okay, well, that gives the those teams motivation if they play them again. Uh, both Virginia and Kansas are coming off COVID uh, sort of protocols or pauses, whatever you want to call it, and had to drop out of their conference tournaments. I don't think that's going to make them better. Maybe it doesn't make them – the best argument anybody has is not going to make them any worse, but, but it's certainly not going to make them better. And, uh, and I think Gonzaga is, uh, is better than Iowa, although that's the game that I want to see uh, to watch those two teams go at it. I think that would be a heck of a lot of fun. JB, how about Kansas? I mean, they, they won their last eight of nine games. Uh, even though Gonzaga got the best of them early, they seemed like they were playing their better basketball towards the end before, obviously, a COVID situation occurred. They were, uh, you know, David McCormick's playing much better. They're big guy, and he he had become uh, one of the best big guys in the country from midseason on. And I thought they got much better defensively. They still get stuck on offense a little bit, and uh, and still have some. Uh, they still labor to score at times, and and I think in the tournament that's the kind of thing that gets you in a little bit of trouble. But uh, they, you know, it's not like they have a bad draw. Um, but I think in the second round, uh, I think Kansas will beat Eastern Washington, but in the second round, uh, taking on USC, USC is way better than people think. Um, you know, in another year playing against the Kansas team, you wouldn't favor uh, Southern Cal, but I think this year with Evan Mobley and, and the guards that they have, Taj Edey's really good. they got a guy, Drew Peterson, who's uh, 6'8", transferred in from Rice and a playmaker and uh, really solid. Uh, I like USC there. Me too. Yeah, of uh, course you do. Keyshawn, okay, Keyshawn's, you. Uh, yeah, his contribution to the segment now is is complete. <laughs> <laughs> but Jake, let me ask you this question because this happens every year, and I'm always curious about it. And it's tell me if you can think of a player that America will know really well by the end of this whole thing that maybe we don't like. Obviously, if you're a college basketball fan, if you follow it regularly, you already know this guy. But I'm talking about like mainstream, like America will know this guy's name by the end of this whole thing. Well, there are two. One is a little more prominent. Um, Cade Cunningham of Oklahoma State, if you're talking about the, you know, sort of the fan that's just tuning in for, for this because of the bracket, uh, Cade Cunningham's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And if you haven't seen him, he's legit. Uh, he, he's really good. He led the Big 12 in scoring, and uh, he, he's the real deal. And the other is from uh, Ohio U, uh, which is playing Virginia. They're a 13 seed in the West. They're playing Virginia in the first round. His name is Jason Preston. He's also going to be a first-round pick. He's not going to be the one pick. But he he's sort of the mellow ball of this tournament. He averages about 16 points, seven assists or so, seven rebounds. And he's uh, he's uber-talented. And uh, he, he's the type of guy that can have a triple-double in the game against Virginia. And, uh, and Ohio can win that game. Uh, and I think, I think Ohio will. That, that's sort of an upset area of the, the entire bracket. I think Ohio's got a great shot to beat Virginia, and I think uh, UC Santa Barbara has got a great shot to beat Creighton, and and those two could meet in the second round. Jay Billis, ESPN's college basketball analyst, joining us here this morning on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Jay, um, what do you think about the bubble for this tournament in general? 
I'm good with it. It's the only it's the only way that that people felt like they could get this in because of, you know it's a 68 team endeavor that is usually played at eight different sites, including this first four thing. That's it's really the dumbest thing we've ever done. But but they they turned it into something halfway decent considering it's a it's a dumb idea. Um, but you know Keyshawn, they had to do it, but it just it goes against what they said all throughout you know the start of the pandemic. They were talking about. Well, no, co- you know, no students on campus, no college sports. You know, we will not do that. And then they said, uh, you know, stuff about they'll never play in bubbles. That uh, that that's the NBA. We are not the NBA. We are college sports, and we do things differently. And when they said, well, wait a minute, if we don't have a bubble, we're not going to make a billion dollars off the tournament. And if we don't isolate our players all year long, and and keep the, because the players have lived basically since August in complete and total isolation. Like they, they, a lot of teams have been living in hotels. Um, you know, one of the coaches told me recently, uh, I was at a game and, and he was talking about his freshman. He says, you know, if, if I let the freshman out of the hotel today and I said, Hey, meet me at the dining hall, they would have no idea where it was. He says, they don't, they don't even know their own campus. They're, they're not, they haven't been real freshmen. They live in a hotel and they come to the gym and then they go on road trips and that's it. And then I had another player, senior at uh, at one of the top seeds, was telling me midway through the season. I said, "You know, how have your road trips been?" Because I kind of thought going on the road with the way they do these protocols would be a pain. And he goes, "Oh, geez," he says, "The road is great. They let us out of our rooms, and we can go in, in you know, on a plane, and and we get to hang out a little bit more uh, until we get to the hotel on the road, and we have to go straight to our room." Um, you know, it's been it's been that kind of grind for the players when the coaches and staff all go home at night. That, that's that been the hardest part, I think. JB, I thought about you last week because we went off here on the show uh, that we can no longer refer to the Michigan State basketball program as just the Michigan State Spartans. We have to refer to them as the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Your thoughts? Well, that was – I mean, I had some fun with that because it was funny. But that was just uh, that was just lifted out of a press release from Rocket Mortgage. So that's not what Michigan State refers to themselves as. They just re-upped their deal with Rocket Mortgage. But I, I, I thought it was really funny because I think it was Yahoo uh, did an article on it and grabbed grabbed on that. Uh, I don't think you're going to see Tom Izzo, even though he, he has his press conferences that says Rocket Mortgage behind him, along with the Michigan State logo or something like that. I, and, and Coach K does the same thing. I, I don't know what, whether it's Rocket or something like that, but all these all these programs do it. You know, Nick Saban's got a Coca-Cola in front of him and uh, Dasani Water, all this stuff. You know, it's all it's all they're all doing it, so it's not a big deal. But I just thought it was funny and, and, and had a had a, a good laugh with it. I just heard cash registers going off as you mentioned. Each one of those sponsors, as you were talking about it, works, works every time. Yeah, and I got today. nothing out of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that was kind of dumb, wasn't it? I, I didn't get I didn't get a nickel out of that. That was pretty stupid. Well, we, we wondered why the brackets. Uh, you know, when you think about the regionals, they they just continued to go with the actual location, even though they're all staying in one place. We thought it would have been a good opportunity to maybe you know use it as a either use sponsorship there or. You know, remembrance like a John Thompson regional and a John Wooden regional. John Chaney. Do it that way, Don Chaney regional. Yeah, they could have done that. There was a lot of talk about about doing that, but uh, I think I think having some normalcy to to some of this was important to them too. I mean, I think that hopefully they'll do uh, some things at the games and, and all that. I, I think that'll happen. 
Um, but that, that's a, that's a fair point. It would have been, it would have been interesting because everything is so different. Having something that's, uh, that's similar might be, might be a, a good thing. Um, you know, there's so many moving parts to this, uh, you know, putting this bubble together that, that, uh, uh, you know, like when they, when the NCAA put out a thing the other day saying you only have to have five players, like that's the, the minimum number you can play with. Um, you know, people said, how could they do that? Or what? And it's like uh, of the list of things to complain about this year, that's pretty far down the list. And I think the names of the regions are, are further down my, my gripe list, but, but that's a fair point. All right. Well, we made it for good radio anyway. Jay, thanks so much. We appreciate you. Enjoy. Thanks, JB. Thank you guys. Right, Great brother. to be with you. Enjoy that coffee, buddy. You know, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jay's from Rolling Hills out in California. Yeah. Palos Verde's big SC whole deal. So he didn't go to USC. I, had, I was always telling him when he came on in Los Angeles, had you gone to USC, you do understand that you would have really been like the guy named after you, the building. You, you went to Duke on us. And so we had fun with that because I always mess with him because, you know, Duke. You know how I do, y'all. Man. The Dukies. Yes, I do. Every single day, Alan. Mm-hmm. Well, Time to move on. We won't have to deal with that in this tournament since. Jeez, yeah, well, why, you know, why you, you? I can't always take Brutus. your side. I can't. I, I have to balance this out. Now. <laughs> Coming up later in the show, it's we not have like Luca we Garza. Show up there every week. Ayo Desunmu. They'll join us 9 o'clock hour. Today at 10.15, by the way, don't forget, Greeny will have Sean Payton, Saints head coach, talking about Drew Brees' retirement. Today on ESPN Daily, brackets are set. Jay Billis previews the NCAA tournament, his take on selections, and the path to win it all. ESPN Daily, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. So coming up next, Cam Newton, back Uh-oh. in New England. Does it work? Oh, this is going to be an interesting conversation, but first, Key has this. You ready? Okay. I was yeah. stolen for you. No, I got it. Has, no, I'm good, man. He does a slow grab the paper move. Go you me up. I got you, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> CVS. Yes, go. that is correct. At CVS, we look for, <laughs> for savings for you from coupons, insurance coverage, and lower cost options. Earn up to $50 in extra bucks each year just for filling prescriptions. Come in or call today for a free prescription saving review at CVS. That's healthier, made easier, savings vary. Not all patients eligible for savings. Ask pharmacists for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Yes, that is correct. 
Walk was, across the pool. I got to be, because I you said be a honest. snotty little nose kid yeah, yeah. from yeah. Martin. Roscoe. Yeah. Roscoe, man, your little crusty nose. Come on, man. Every, <laughs> every little kid, that's when you're young, you catch that little cold, but you didn't really know you had a cold, and it's kind of running and dry up, and you think yeah, nothing's wrong, you out playing with the other kids. Mm. Did you, Very, dig, did you dig in your nose when you were a little kid? Man, you're digging your nose this now is, when you're grown. This is uncomfortable. No, it's yeah, not. It's, this kind it's of the truth. But how far, like Jim Beheim digging your no, nose? No, that's, no, that's no, man. You're yeah, just a kid, man. You don't know no better. What? Jim did it. I didn't do it. Jim Beheim knows better. But he <laughs> continues. He's right on camera, though. I'm like, Jim, come on. That's a normal deal, it seems like, in his household. But, you know. Oh, stop, Jay. As listeners and viewers are enjoying their breakfast right now. I know, man. Welcome you into the show. But Alan I can't swim. For Zubin. Can you swim, Alan? Yeah, I can swim. Yeah. Okay. It's it's a skill. It's a he just skill. likes to walk across the pool. I was I That's was fine. I was drowning a few minutes ago as you guys just stared at me as it was time to do a sports center and I'm like happily just opening the show and <laughs> you guys are like uh, sports center. Will dummy? you jet ski in the East River? Uh, I have not, but I would. Oh, uh, Alan! Jet ski in the East River? Yeah, yeah. Going under the bridges? Why? Because you can. But do you want all that? stuff? Stuff well, on I'm your not body. Have my mouth open. Just no, I'm still gonna hit you in the face, Alan. You always gonna have your mouth oh, open. Like wet water suit? splashing you, and if you fall off, water's going to get in your mouth. <laughs> in yeah, your mouth with the F. <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah, that's <laughs> in your swag, mouth, man. Mouth. It's New York. It's New York water. I mean, we've been there already. I've I can go in this water. Look, it doesn't mean anything to me. Would it be better if I said mouth? Mouth. Yeah, you want me to mouth? Is that better? You know what? You got to say mouth if we're up in if we're up in Boston. All right, because we got to talk about what's happening in Boston when you it comes to the quarterbacks. You just, you just did that Boston accent. You just did naturally – are you going to read the transcript with the I'll, Bostonian I'll, accent? I'll, I'll try. It's, okay. It's, you know, my New York comes out sometimes. But okay. so the, talking about Cam Newton and, and him hey. signing for another year in New England, you had uh, um, some Boston sports radio hosts, which it's epic when you're up there listening to sports radio because mm-hmm. even the callers, it's fantastic. I was there one year listening. I was sitting in the car listening. My son's playing hockey, and – it was one call. It was like, if Jimmy G goes far and out, you got to have him start after Brady comes back. Like, they just insisted that Jimmy G was going to be the future of this team, even though it's Tom Brady is still on your team. That's how crazy the callers are. But on 98.5, the Sports Hub, criticism of Cam Newton went a little further. Some of the hosts said of the Patriots, quote, the big, big free agent selling point is you, you get to come here and go shoe shopping with Cam Newton. Like, that's one of the criticisms uh, of having Cam Newton, I guess. They don't sound thrilled that he's back. And it's bizarre to me because Cam Newton went from a guy who's an MVP, who actually I remember last year when the Patriots did sign him, the feeling was, oh, Belichick's going to get this guy, turn him right back into MVP. He's still got something left in the tank. By the end of the season, he's washed. So is he just not being received well in New England because it's New England? Or is he just a quarterback that they feel like this is not going to get us to the next, to, to, to be competitive again, which is what the Patriots are used to? Key, before you even go, what did I say yesterday on the show when we were all just rapping? I, I looked at you, I was like, I just don't think some people on Boston. You worked yesterday? Oh, Friday. <laughs> Friday. Actually, I would have did liners. Yeah, I did liners yesterday and the day before, so I did work. Um, but I said, man, it just feels like some people in Boston just don't want Cam to win. Don't want him to win. Not at all. If, How could if you be fe- a Patriots fan and not want your team to felt win? Felt that way. Feels that way. Uh, you know, for me, it's a lot deeper than just 
Cam Newton not wanting him to win. Um, I don't know which talk show host, newspaper, whoever it was, when Cam first signed on. Um, they were critiquing his outfits, his post-game pressers. If, you know, we hope that, and I'm, and I'm paraphrasing scarf here, but it was something about, isn't something you yeah, it was something about his scarf and, and his style mm-hmm. in the post-game that that's not the Patriot way, and I wonder if he can get Belichick to do all of those things. I like to call it coded language. I get it. Dog whistle. That's the way, dog whistle. Mm-hmm. That's the way those people think. And it's not all Bostonians. But it's enough of them that make you go, hmm. It ain't Bill Belichick, and it's not the New England Patriots organization. But I think when you start to look at those comments that you just read about shoe shopping, and I saw the video, and when they mentioned shoe shopping, they panned to his football cliques. And his football cliques had different references of the unjust, Black Lives Matter, the things that we've been dealing with in our country forever basically, not just this past year. And it make you go, well, what, what are they saying? What are you saying? When you pan to his cliques and you make the reference of going shoe shopping with Cam Newton, as if that's a bad thing that he's wearing those shoes in Boston. Now, I could dive into it a lot deeper. I think it's, Certain fraction of people, and not just in Boston, but in certain states, at certain positions, in particular at quarterback, that have not warmed up to having a black quarterback lead their franchise when they've had something different for so long, winning championships. And you say to me, well, what if Cam was 15-1 and and they went to the Super Bowl? How would they feel? I don't know how they would feel. I only know what I see. And what I see and what I hear is different. I don't like the idea of a couple of sports talk radio hosts representing the the majority of fans or people in that region. I think look, as you mentioned, there's factions of it. I grew yeah. up I grew up with that around me. All right. So I, I'm not even going to try to pretend like, oh, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it does. It does exist. Absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that popped up over the weekend, too, even with yeah, you know, but, the national but, anthem and somebody. It's, I get it. All these little fragments just keep popping off. Oh, you right. mean like the sports talk who? Yeah, just the, randomly called the people kneeling, called them the N word. You're like, wow. In the, the middle, school, in in the middle of the mic. Like the mic is hot. No, not even the mic being hot. It was doing the national anthem. Yeah. So it was like, well, wait a minute, man. One thing or another, but that's the, Jay, it's been around. It's nothing new. We're talking about the Cam Newton situation. And, and there's a, like I said, there's a fraction of people that feel that way. And, yes, maybe they don't want to hear you say it, but it's true. But they, see, they don't like to hear the truth. They just don't. But, see, Alan, I, I hear what your point, and I agree with you because I, I look at people through the complexity of who they are. But, like, listening to these three individuals – Literally sit up there and trash Cam Newton, trash him, run the car over him, put it in reverse, wheel it back, go back and forth. To use the terminology they use, it was almost like, hey, we didn't have a year where we had a pandemic. We didn't have a year that Cam actually had COVID. We didn't have any players on our team that decided to opt out. We didn't go into any details about some of the people he was throwing the ball to. Granted, there were a lot of plays he didn't play well, but it wasn't like 
hey, let's put this whole thing in its entirety. It was like, he's washed, he's trash. Go shoot. I was like, damn, this is, it, it has to go to that degree now? Yeah, that's level, where we're at? With a level of vitriol that was pretty strong, and, and that's what I guess would, 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 would heighten some questions about what they were actually saying versus was it just no, simply they were passion saying it, for but a team. I know we got to get to Adam Schefter, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, they, but they were saying it 100%. Right. right, no question about it. This conversation that obviously doesn't end here, but we will have to at this point. Just a reminder to play against Key, J, and Z on ESPN's Tournament Challenge. Sign up at ESPN.com slash bracket or download the Tournament Challenge app and search KJZ. And if you want to go up against myself and Bart Scott, you can also look up Bart and Hanna. Well, you can take us on both, whatever it takes. Speaking of Cam... So Mike Rice told us on Friday that it'll be Cam and someone else in New England. So who's the and? Who's the someone else? Plus also why Breeze retired now. We'll ask Adam Schefter after Jay has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, it's easy. Just stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The professional parts people will help you navigate their wide selection to find just the right wiper blades for your vehicle. O'Reilly Auto Parts will even install your wiper blades free of charge. How nice is that? See better and drive safer with new wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Drew Brees is announcing his retirement. Is there a chance that he wanted to go another season? No, Kenny. I think this was going to be the decision all along. The Saints expected this. That was never considered. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yay! Hey! Hey! Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Goodyear. Alan Hahn in for Zubin today. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs, and it takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. Let's talk to Adam Schefter right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Shefty. 
Alan, Keyshawn, J. Will, what's going on, guys? What's happening, man? How you doing this morning? Uh, we are uh, ready for the NFL New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Yes, that would be great. As as Boom would say, let me be the first to wish yeah. you a happy new year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Drew Brees' retirement came down yesterday. Were you surprised at all that he announced yesterday opposed to waiting even longer? No. First of all, the league year begins this week, Key. So he wants to give the Saints some clarity, even though – Nobody in the organization thought he was coming back this year, and everybody thought he was retiring when he left the field after that playoff loss to Tampa. On top of that, yesterday happened to be the 15-year anniversary of the day that he signed with New Orleans. Now, keep in mind, when he signed with New Orleans, people were leaving the city. Drew Brees went into the city at a time when the team was coming off a 3-13 and season, when they were horrible, when the city was in bad shape, and he helped revive that franchise and city. So there is an element of symbolism in Drew Brees announcing his final decision officially on the day that he signed with the New Orleans Saints 15 years later. And so with the new league year beginning, with the anniversary, with everybody expecting that this was going to be the case, it made sense that this was going to be when it happened. What's next for the Saints at quarterback? Jameis is there. Obviously, Taysom Hill is there. Jameis is working on a contract extension, according to our Diana Rossini. So what's the next steps? Well, those are the obvious ones, Key, right? We have Jameis Winston, who could be back in New Orleans if they can get a deal done. Taysom Hill already has restructured his contract to free up $7.5 million. And the fun part about that note, of course, is that it's voidable years. But in the voidable years, they gave him four years, $140 million. He's not going to get that money. He's not going to make those years. But they had to put the contract in in a certain way, and you have to do it to a quarterback value. And so the fact that it was done that way would indicate that Taysom Hill's got a real chance to be the starting quarterback in New Orleans this season because of the numbers on the voidable years. Again, he's not going to make the same money as Dak Prescott. That's not happening. But He did help save the Saints $7.5 million. They're trying to get the deal done with Jameis Winston. I think ideally you bring both those quarterbacks to camp. And yes, in the background, we have the situation where Russell Wilson did list the Saints as one of the teams that he would consider playing for if and when the the Seattle Seahawks decide to trade him. Jeffrey, do you you think that's actually possible? Do you think it's possible? And if, if, if the Saints are possible, Chicago is still there, obviously, you know, Las Vegas, Dallas, they're off the charts. Now, would you, would you add anybody else to the mix? I would say this, Jay. Will, uh, have you heard the Seahawks come out and say, to date, we are not trading Russell Wilson? Hmm. No, we have We've not. not heard that. Until they say that, I'm operating under the assumption that anything is possible. Do I think it's likely they're going to trade him? No, I wouldn't say that. But I think what they're doing, my read is, they're processing this all. They're seeing what the options are. They're seeing if we traded Russell, which I, I don't think they'd be thrilled about doing, what do the Seahawks do at quarterback? Again, that's a franchise-altering decision. And what's challenging about that is if you go ahead and pursue that path, number one, can you get back a pick where you could draft a quarterback to replace him? Is there a quarterback you like? And does that happen in a year that it's the pandemic There's no combine. They haven't met with these guys. And so now you're trading Russell Wilson if you decide to do that, and you're casting your lot with who? With somebody that you haven't met with, with somebody you don't know as much about as you ordinarily would in a different year. 
And so that's a big decision to make, right? Mm-hmm. It's a tough thing to just go out and do. And so I think that they're trying to sift through it all and figure out what they want to do. Do they want to trade him? Probably not. Uh, does he get traded? I would guess not, but I think this offseason, in this league, anything is possible. Let's play the hypothetical game and say the deal with Chicago potentially fails. What does Chicago do as a backup plan? After you hear names like Ryan Fitzpatrick or, or Andy Dalton, is that the feasible plan? Well, those are the guys who are out there as free agents right now, right? So if you're Chicago, who is your quarterback? And you've got to be scrambling right now to try to figure out who that's going to be. The Bears have some big decisions here, right? We've got Allen Robinson on a franchise tag. Are you going to be able to get a long-term deal worked out with him? Can you convince him to sign the franchise tender or trade him? How does that all unfold? We don't know yet. And then, of course, you don't have a quarterback that they feel confident in to lead this team into the future. So free agency starts today at noon, essentially. And so I would think that the Bears in very short order, have to figure out some short-term course of action mixed in with a long-term course of action. And by the way, these are the decisions and machinations that every franchise without an established quarterback is going through. What is Carolina doing? What is Washington doing? What is Chicago doing? What is Denver doing? Right? And they've got to begin to make a decision here and make up their minds because if you like Jameis Winston or you like Ryan Fitzpatrick, or you like Andy Dalton, or you like Jacoby Brissett, or you like Mitchell Trubisky, or you like Marcus Mariota, or you like one of these quarterbacks who's out there, which one are you going with? And so we're going to start to see teams show their hands as early as today and this week. Shefty, thanks. We'll leave it right there. Appreciate you. I know this conversation just feels like it's never going to end. Yeah, well, it's going to go on for a little while, and there'll be plenty of questions and plenty of answers, and it's going to give you guys plenty to talk about here in the days and weeks to come. That's Thanks, why we love it. Thank you so much. All right, you know, coming up next, though, as we continue, obviously, on the NFL conversation, back to March Madness. If you want to score big in your bracket, you may want to bet on two of the biggest stars from the Big Ten. They join us next, Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, Han in for Zubin, on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.